So Fred decides to go on a quest to find happiness. He searches the globe for years and still no luck. To no avail. He can't seem to find happy. And not only that, on his search, he ends up getting lost in a desert. Now he's thinking, (laughs) can it get any worse? I'm more unhappy than when I started this quest years ago. And now I'm stuck. I am lost in a desert that I don't know how to get out of. I go on a happy quest and then this happens. Are you kidding me? And all of a sudden, while he's just fuming and fussing over this whole thing, the situation that he's in, he sees something twinkle in the sand and he starts to get closer to it. It looks like it's a a lamp, like, like a genie's lamp. There's no way. That can't be a lamp. I mean, it would make sense. I'm on this quest, and for years I've been searching the globe. How perfect would it be for me to find a genie's lamp? But that's just a myth, right? That can't really happen. The more he thinks about it, the more excited he gets. And pretty soon he ends up running over to that spot. And as he pulls up that shine, he notices, wait a minute, it is a lamp. And it looks like a genie's lamp. And he just starts rubbing that lamp like crazy, just hoping that this could end his quest to find happiness. And sure enough, poof, out pops the genie. (laughs) He can't believe it. This is his chance. The quest was worth it. He is finally going to be happy. You know the spiel, right? The genie comes out, grants him three wishes, to which Fred says, oh, I don't need three. I only need one. I have been searching for years for this. And this quest that I've been on has led me straight to you in this desert, Mr. Genie. I don't need three wishes. I only need one. So the genie nods and says, okay, you have one wish. Fred can't believe it. He's so happy, in fact, that he can't get the words out fast enough. And Fred just blurts out, I just want to be happy. Wish granted, says the genie, and then just disappears. So now Fred finds himself living in a little cottage with six other dwarfs, working in a mine and singing whistle while you work all day long. Poof, he's happy. The seven dwarfs. This is Happy Life Studios. Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did. And happy daylight savings time, or should I say happy day after daylight savings time. Did your clocks get set ahead? I mean, because it is daylight savings time. You know what that means. The clock on our microwave is going to be wrong for the next six months. (laughs) Or maybe it's finally right now for some of us, right? All I know is when I was a kid, 
we had to go through the whole house, not just the microwave, but the oven, the alarm clocks, the VCRs, cars. We had to go around and change all the clocks. You know, my kids, I don't know if they even know what that's like because all the clocks now have these automatic updates, right? When daylight savings is, when it begins or when it ends, it automatically does that. So now when daylight savings time, like yesterday morning, I find myself walking around the house, looking at all the clocks that have changed automatically and saying, wow, times have changed. I read something that suggested that daylight savings time is really just the government cutting off the bottom of a blanket and sewing it to the top and then saying, see, it's longer now. (laughs) The point I'm trying to get to is how do we remember whether to set the clock forward an hour or back an hour? It's a saying that we always use, right? That we always go through our mind. Every time daylight savings time is coming, we say fall back, spring forward. And that's exactly what we are going to do this week with what I'm calling the Happy Life Challenge. Because just like the intro says, we're here to make your life happier. And you know what? We're not the only ones. Even the United Nations wants to make our lives happier. I'm telling you the truth. Every year since 2013, the last 10 years, the United Nations has celebrated March 20th as an International Day of Happiness. As a way of, according to the UN, quote, recognizing the relevance of happiness and well-being as universal goals and aspirations in the lives of human beings around the world and the importance of the recognition in public policy objectives. What? Huh? What in the world does that mean? Doesn't that sound like the UN? So complicated, so wordy. What they're really trying to say. In other words, the International Day of Happiness is a way to recognize the importance of happiness in the lives of people around the world. Why couldn't they just said that? (laughs) But really, that's what the International Day of Happiness is. The UN themselves recognize the importance of people being happy for 10 years now. So I say Happy 10th anniversary to the International Day of Happiness. Woohoo! And since it's the 10th anniversary, not just a day of happiness that's celebrated internationally, it's 10 years of it. It's the 10th anniversary. You know we're going to do a podcast on it, right? I should say you know we're going to at least do a podcast on it, but I don't want to give that away yet. Number one, I say at least because, check this out. I looked up on the calendar that we have, and did you know that we have over 110 special days that we celebrate every year, that we party every year, that we are happy about every year? That basically averages out to every other day, there is a day that we could celebrate, that we could be happy about. But get this, we have... (laughs) We have 12 months a year, but we have over 100 months that we're supposed to be celebrating in those 12 months. I don't know how we're supposed to do that, but we've got more celebration, more happy than we know what to do with. So we have over 110 special days that we celebrate every year, like 100 months that we celebrate, right around 100 months that we celebrate every year, which I think is awesome. I think it's amazing, honestly. I just, I absolutely love that. This one actually makes the most sense of all of them. Out of the 52 weeks a year we have, I counted 52 special weeks that we have created to be happy about, that we have created to celebrate these groups, these people, these organizations, so on and so forth. 
So what I'm saying is with 110 days and 100 months and 52 weeks that we celebrate, talk about making somebody's life happier. We're here to make your life happier, right? Well, well, there's an awful lot of things to make us happier. I mean, with all these daily and weekly and monthly celebrations, we should just be ecstatic, right? Alter happy. We should have more happy than we know what to do with. I mean, I actually wrote down all of the weeks that we celebrate. Here are the 52 weeks, in case you think I'm just making this stuff up. Here are the 52 weeks, and just be glad I didn't go over the 100 months or the 110 special days. I'm just going to go over the shortest, the 52 weeks that we have set aside to be happy for all these people and organizations that really deserve us giving them our attention and us being happy for them. Here we go. you got your holiday week. Thank your customers week. Hunt for happiness week. Pride in food service week. Cardiac Rehabilitation Week, National Engineers Week, Patient Safety Awareness Week, National Pulmonary Rehabilitation Week, Long-Term Care Administrators Week, National Poison Prevention Week, Health Information Professionals Week, National Public Health Week, and if you haven't fast-forwarded yet, (laughs) I got more, Public Safety Telecommunicators Week, National Volunteer Week, National Environmental Education Week, National Library Week, Administrator Professionals Week, Public Service Recognition Week, and I think all these are important, so I'm going to say them all. We're still going. Teacher Appreciation Week, Nurses Week, Correctional Officers Week, National Hospital Week, Nursing Home Week, National Women's Health Week, National Skilled Nursing Care Week, National Police Week, National EMS Emergency Medical Services Week, International Men's Health Week, Nursing Assistance Week, National Therapeutic Recreation Week, Healthcare Environmental Services Week, International Housekeepers Week, Truck Driver Appreciation Week, Surgical Technologist Week, Mental Illness Awareness Week, Healthcare Supply Chain Week, Healthcare Food Service Week, Almost done. Hang with me here. All these people and organizations are important, okay? Customer Service Week, National Physician Assistant Week, Fire Prevention Week, Emergency Nurses Week, International Infection Prevention Week, National School Bus Safety Week, Pharmacy Week, Red Ribbon Week, National Respiratory Care Week, National Patient Transport Week, Radiologic Technology Week, Nurse Practitioner Week, Perioperative Nurses Week, American Education Week. It sounds like one of those at the end of one of those ads for for medication, right? All these symptoms that could happen to you. That's that's what I feel like. I just went to. I just feel like I got a whole bunch of symptoms now after reading all those. But let's not forget. There's one more week that I didn't put in there. Have you thought what it was yet? And I probably missed more than that. These are just weeks that I just did my research on and found, and they were all in order there of, of you know chronological order from what I found them, except for this one week that I've left out. Have you figured out which week that was? This might be the most popular week of all. Holy Week. So I'm simply suggesting, if we're going to have 110 days, 100 months, If we're going to have all these weeks, if we're going to have a holy week, which I think these are all fantastic, we should have them. I'm simply suggesting, why can't we add a happy week? I mean, if we wanted to, we could call it Holy Happy Week for all I, I mean. But let's have a happy week. So when I say with all that stuff, we need to do at least a podcast on it. I mean, at least, I think we need to go all out. And this is what we're planning on doing. I'm so excited for this. We're going to start the Happy Life Challenge. Starting tomorrow, we're going to put out a podcast 
one a day. What? At least that's the plan right now. We're going to put our podcast one a day leading up to next Monday, the 20th, where we will culminate the week of happy, the happy week. We're going to culminate that with celebrating with the rest of the globe the International Day of Happy. For reals? Seven days of happy. What? Seven happy hacks to help us develop our happy. you got to be kidding me. We define a happy life as a lifestyle where one secures and sustains joy no matter what the circumstance. And to sustain something, you have to nourish it. You have to feed it. If you don't feed it, it will die. If you don't feed your happy regularly, then you will never be happy healthy. Let me say that again. If you don't feed your happy regularly, you will never be happy healthy. For instance, if the only happy that we listen to is a Happy Life Studios podcast once a week, then our happy is going to become weak. I mean, if we only listen to one podcast every seven days, once a week, then our happy is going to become unstrong, the opposite of strong. It's going to become weak, W-E-A-K. I mean, how often do we search for videos, shows, podcasts that teach us how to be happier? How often do we look for movies on the basis of what's going to make me happier at this moment? Is there a movie out there that can teach me how to be happy? Is there a video that can, how often do we, do we search for that type stuff? How many people or friends do we talk to about being happier? How often does being happier enter into our conversations? How often do we try to insert it? How hard do we work at finding friends that will help us become happier and build into our happy? How often do we do that? How much effort do we put into that? How hard do we work to be in environments that feed our happy? Because there's an awful lot of environments out there that feed the anger and the anxiety. And that's really what we're trying to do with Happy Life Studios. We're trying to change the environment that we are in. How hard do we work at trying to be in those environments or even better yet, creating those kind of environments that will feed our happy? Because we need to feed our happy. We don't want to just get happy. We want to keep it. We want to secure it and sustain it. So we need to feed our happy. Have you ever heard somebody say, or maybe even said this yourself? Boy, I'll be happy when this is over. I'll be glad when this is done. (laughs) I'll be happy when this is over is probably one of the worst mentalities, worst perspectives we could ever have because we are postponing our happy. If I can have happy now, why do I want to wait until something is done before I can get it? When we say, I'll be happy when this is over, what we are really saying is, I can't be happy now. Because I can't be happy when this ugly thing, and I'm I'm not downplaying the struggles and the scary things that we have in our lives. I'm not downplaying that at all. Please understand me. But I think there's a a better perspective than saying, I'll be happy when that's done. I can't wait for this to be done so then I can be happy. But a happy life is a lifestyle where we get and keep happy no matter what the circumstances. It goes beyond our circumstances. 
when we say, I'll be happy when this is over, what if this thing isn't over for three days? You just postpone your happy for three days. What if it's not over for three weeks, three months, three years? <laughs> We've postponed our happy for three years. What if this is something that we might have to face on some level or another for the rest of our lives? Are you willing to be unhappy that long? I know I'm not. But the good news is we don't have to wait to be happy. Happy is in our control. We, we want to be happier, right? But oftentimes we have built our happy around something that we can't control. We can't control whether that person loves us or not. If they're going to be loyal to us, if they're going to respect us, if we can't control whether the boss will give us the promotion or not, even if we're the ones that deserve it the most, we're not in control of that. So when we base our happiness on that, then we're rarely ever going to be happy. But what if we can become happy no matter what our circumstances are? They say it takes 21 days to develop a habit. What if we listen to these seven podcasts for three weeks in a row? Every day we go back and we listen to one of them. We download them on our computer. We talk about them with our friends. For 21 days, we focus on nourishing our happy. What if happy, just think about that. If happy became a habit, wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> so that's why we're putting out seven happy hacks, seven podcasts this week to get us to focus on happy on a regular basis. So we don't, you know, one day a week. So we're not weak at the end of the week. I think that philosophy is just the idea of developing a habit of being happy. Wow. And then we culminate it with celebrating with the rest of the globe, an international day of happiness. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I'll post them. At least that's my goal right now. <laughs> I'll post them if you'll share them, if you'll listen. Let's do this thing together. Let's not just celebrate one day together. Let's celebrate a happy week. And if we celebrate that happy week and we do it for three or four weeks, now it's become a happy month. And now it's become a happy habit. We have grabbed a hold of securing and sustaining happy above or beyond any circumstances that may try to come and steal that away from us. I think that's a pretty good deal. So let's get this week started. Happy Life Challenge. Let's go. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Right on. Right on. I'm happy. I hope you are too. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean you can't be happy. Steve Ace.